Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 214 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading 1 Corinthians chapter 3 today and our focus is on how do we help people become mature and what is the foundation of the Christian faith. So every day we spend time in the Word of God. Our goal is to encourage you to read and follow and listen to the Bible on a daily basis. That's why this is a daily show. I want to invite as many people as possible to join with us, so please do share the show with friends and neighbors. The best way to do that is through our website, Bible2021.com, which has a transcript for every episode, as well as some other notes and things like that, and also a contact page. You can check that out at Bible2021.com. So today we're learning about planting and watering for the kingdom of Jesus. Jesus himself used several metaphors for sharing his message, seeing people saved by him, and teaching them to follow him, what we might call discipleship now, and what Jesus commanded us to do in the Great Commission. You probably know about his fishing metaphor, you know, follow me and I will make you fish for men. Today we're going to look at a couple more metaphors for reaching and growing people in Christ. Follow Jesus and he will make us farmers for people and follow Jesus and he will make us carpenters or contractors of people. Planting, sowing, watering, gardening. Paul is going to use that metaphor, just like Jesus did in the parable of the sower, to talk about our call to work with God in the mission of planting the seed of the good news of Jesus and watering that seed by teaching people God's word. And then he's going to use the metaphor of laying a foundation, building, measuring, cutting, and finishing. Paul is going to use both the gardening and the carpentry and house building metaphor to talk about our call to build up followers of Jesus. So we find it in verse 5 through 9. What then is Apollos? What is Paul? They are servants through whom you believed, and each has the role the Lord has given. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So then neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his own reward according to his own labor, for we are God's co-workers. You are God's field, God's building, According to God's grace that is given to me, I have laid a foundation as a skilled master builder and another builds on it. So think about this strategy and this metaphor. The Corinthian people that Paul preached the gospel to went from people who had never even heard the name of Jesus to becoming a church and a group dedicated to him in a very, very short time. Well, how did that happen? Paul planted the seed, meaning he shared the good news of Jesus with those Corinthians and many believed. His friend, Apollos, came along later and taught the people more about Jesus and God's word. They grew and matured. He watered them, in other words. What's the point? Well, some of us in the church are like Paul. That means you plant seed. You're gifted in initially sharing the good news of Jesus with people. And then some of us, maybe more of us, are like Apollos. We water people by teaching them, encouraging them, serving them, helping them, and building them up in faith. And that's how the kingdom of God works, how it grows, how it reaches people. Paul also discusses this dynamic in Ephesians chapter 4, and he really gives us what I think is the only official biblical church growth strategy that's found in the Bible, and it's pretty different from most modern church growth strategies. Ephesians 4.15 says, Speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. From him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. 
So we, as followers of Jesus, are called to build people up with truth and love in the same way a builder builds up a building with bricks and sticks and concrete and all that kind of good stuff. If we do it wrongly, and that building will collapse like we tragically saw around Miami Beach a few weeks ago. How do we build a person up wrongly? Well, Paul says our foundation is Jesus and his teachings in the Word of God. If we teach other things, our opinions, some forms of moralism, made-up things, whatever, lots of do and don'ts instead of salvation by grace through faith, human traditions and beliefs, etc., we're going to build up a person in the wrong way, and the building of their lives will burn up because it wasn't based on Jesus and what he has done and what he has taught. Well, let's read our passage and find out more about that, and then we're going to discuss Jesus as our only foundation a little bit more. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. For my part, brothers and sisters, I was not able to speak to you as spiritual people, but as people of the flesh, as babies in Christ. I gave you milk to drink, not solid food, since you were not yet ready for it. In fact, you're still not ready because you're still worldly. For since there is envy and strife among you, you are not, are you not worldly and behaving like mere humans? For whenever someone says, I belong to Paul and another, I belong to Apollos, are you not acting like mere humans? What then is Apollos? What is Paul? They are servants through whom you believed and each has the role the Lord has given. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So then neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. Now, he who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's co-workers. You are God's field, God's building. According to God's grace that was given to me, I have laid a foundation as a skilled master builder, and another builds on it. But each one is to be careful how he builds on it, for no one can lay any foundation other than what has been laid down. That foundation is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, each one's work will become obvious, for the day will disclose it, because it will be revealed by fire. The fire will test the quality of each one's work. If anyone's work that he has built survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will experience loss, but he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. Don't you yourselves know that you are God's temple and that the Spirit of God lives in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him, for God's temple is holy and that is what you are. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you thinks he is wise in this age, let him become a fool so that he can become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God, since it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows that the reasonings of the wise are futile. So, Let no one boast in human leaders, for everything is yours, whether Paul, or Apollos, or Cephas, or the world, or life, or death, or things present, or things to come. Everything is yours, and you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God. Amen. So I love what John Newton writes about the fact that Jesus is our one and only foundation as Christians. He says, a Christian is the child of God by faith in Christ. He draws near to God in the name of Christ. He's led and supported by the spirit of Christ. Christ is the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the ending of the faith, hope and love of every believer. From him alone, every good desire proceeds. By him alone, every good purpose is established in him alone. Any of our best performances are acceptable. Let us beware of a Christianity without Christ. I testify to you in plain words that this is no better than a house without a foundation, a tree without a root, a body without a head, a hope without hope, 
a delusion which, if persisted in, will end in irremediable. For other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, Christ Jesus. He is the cornerstone, chosen of God and precious. If this is the scriptural doctrine, let us each one examine on what ground we stand. Has God appointed one way of salvation, and will any of you dare to propose another? That would be both wicked and dangerous. There is no other foundation in a man can lay except that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Christ. You may please yourself now with what you account to be your good works, but when God will lay judgment to the line and righteousness to the plumb line, none will be able to abide his appearance, but those who can plead a righteousness perfectly answerable to the law's demands, which sort of righteousness can only be found in Jesus Christ, the righteous one. Let's close with our Bible memory verse for the month of August. It's actually several verses. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 6, love is patient, love is kind. Love does not envy, it's not boastful, it's not arrogant, it's not rude, is not self-seeking, is not irritable, and does not keep a record of wrongs. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Amen. Well, that's a good reminder to close on. Good day to you, friends. Have a good week, and Godspeed.